Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, unfortunately, I've got to boost our ladies' numbers up. Welcome back to another Whiskey Brothers podcast, Greg. Any um, early initial impressions on how we can up the numbers of female audience? Because I that's a priority for me. Photos, I think, Sean. Yeah, photos of me in particular. Um, perhaps the odd video, but I think more, yeah, visual content potentially. Um, from my end, looking at your haircut, we might hold you back a fraction. Mm. Um, but no, I think I think we we've probably got a couple of things in the pipeline potentially, a couple of potential podcasts from some um, significant female ambassadors, mm. um, which I am would really really look forward to if they they came off. So that'd be um, that'd be great. I'd like that. Okay, so before we just jump on. We, we established just before we actually press record that the people are here just to hear our voice. They don't really care what we're talking about. And the fact is we don't have a topic, but we made a commitment six weeks ago that we'd be more consistent. And here we are being not as consistent, but we just wanted to jump on. We needed to get something together. We needed to get some content out there. And whilst we don't have a concrete subject. Other than whiskey. Other than just, we're going to generally just talk about whiskey. I feel like that's good enough. I feel like that's what the fans want. And I think they, they're going to be happy just to see that we've released another podcast. That's my personal take. Yeah, I'm happy. I think we're consistently inconsistent. So I don't think we should be upset with ourselves there. Uh, we're consistent in a number of ways. And I think, um, what are we now? We're August. August is a mem- it's momentum. I think momentum is about, that's what August is about to me. And then uh, we, we're going to go hard and we're, Got a lot of exciting content coming for September. Funnily enough, Greg, we actually do. And this is, I mean, for the long-time listeners, they're going to find that hard to actually believe because we promise a lot we deliver not much at all. But we, are, we under-deliver. We do under-deliver. But mm. I feel like we over-promise, so we've got to work on that. But we do have some actual good podcasts coming forward. We've, we've recorded a couple already. Um. Don't want to drop too many names, but we have actually recorded a couple. So they're waiting for launch. Not mention any names, Spirit Thief. Spirit Thief, definitely one of them. But Spirit Thief would be a good one. And we may or may not have already done that. We can't disclose this at the time. But um, you did post it in the Instagram story. So did I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fans are all over that sort of thing. Um, It's the world's worst kept secret. It could be, it could be, but it's worth it's worth uh, it's worth leaking so it gets the coverage it it deserves. Um, I think it's fair to say I think it's it's fair to say that our trend is we're doing a really big push for Australian distilleries, mm-hmm. um, trying to get to um, the heart, the living beating heart of uh, Australian whiskey, and trying to go direct to source um, and discussing what it is. That makes them tick. What, what's in their whiskey? What's in the glass? And learning a little bit more about that. So trying to bring that experience via a podcast uh, to the fans, to the listeners. Yeah, I think it's um, yeah. The good thing about twenty twenty one, if there is a good thing, because it's been a bit of a crap year in Australia, is the fact that whiskey is getting better in this country. It's just there's so many distilleries that obviously sort of jumped on board you know, four to six years ago that are now releasing the goods, releasing their whiskey and us as consumers get to try it 
it's uh there's so many out there and i am you know ebbs and flows with whiskey tasting like you get into scotland you know obviously scotch is always going to be there you get into i I go phases of loving bourbon still love my bourbon but um was deep in a bourbon not long ago still love it Uh, but i'm moving now towards australian whiskey again and i've been here before i've come full circle so but now when i've come back more options many more options spirit thief is definitely one of them had an awesome tasting with Brett, um, which we are excited to release soon. So the, the cat's definitely out of the bag now. Um, yeah, well, as you know, I've been, I've always struggled. It's been a personal struggle of mine, not a bad struggle, but it's been a personal struggle. Uh, when I've got some moolah, some dosh, some Jumanji to spend, do I spend it on, you know, let's face it, the majority, not all of them, but the majority, I would say 500 mil Australian whiskey bottles. Um, at a similar price point to some pretty long age statements, sort of 15, 18 year old um, whiskies from you know Scotland or Ireland, wherever it might be, uh, who've been doing it for a lot longer. I always found that a difficult uh, process to part with the money. Um, did you did you then reflect on the fact that you live in one of the most expensive suburbs in the country and think maybe I shouldn't whinge about money and whiskey so much? No, I didn't. No. Yeah. Okay. And those stages that crossed my mind. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, the little offer there of self-reflection. Noted, duly noted. That'll go in the journal tonight. Um, but lost a fraction on my track, but I'll get there. So where I've gone, I've gone a little bit around. I wouldn't go full circle because I don't think I was I was I was there briefly when I went to when we went to Nant and uh Tasmanian Distillery at Sullivan's Cove and and the like. We were sort of on the wagon, but the price point sort of pushed me out a little bit um, for what I thought was value for money. However, when I went to a, a local whiskey store in Double Bay, uh, I was about to buy a, I think it was a 15 year old. And the gentleman there said, what, what, what are you tossing up between? It was another Aussie distillery that I haven't really heard much about. And I said, yeah, I'm thinking this, that's uh, 15 years. I've been doing it for a lot longer pretty basic sort of analysis that I gave him really. I uh, didn't really do the Whiskey Brothers proud, but he said, look, it ain't going anywhere. Uh, that 15 year old, that's a that's a staple. That's part of their core range. Uh, there's no sign of that being discontinued. And this other one's a limited release. I know what I'd go for. Um, and it sort, of, it sort of triggered a change of thought process for me because those core ones are good and they're great. Uh, some of them are exceptional and they have been doing it for a long time. Um, but uh, now more than ever is a good is a good chance and a good opportunity to be supporting local. And the fact that we're very fortunate to be uh, lots of distillers, Australian local distillers that we're we're contacting are very willingly putting up their hand. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to um, to really get to know what's out there, what's already out there in our country as we speak. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting, and. Yeah, it's just on topic, actually, what I'm sipping right now, Greg. And this is this is part of the freestyle nature of tonight's or today's discussion. Mm. Depends when you're listening to it. We're recording at night time. Um, is Australian whiskey. Well-known Australian whiskey, Greg. Mm. Archie Rose, bit of a story about mm. this bottle. Bit that of a story. Blasphemy. That is blasphemy. It is blasphemy. It's that is blasphemy on this podcast, on this here podcast. It's the latest release from Archie Rose. <clears throat> um, I don't want to butcher it, but it's essentially it's their whiskey, their single malt mixed in with a coffee, 
St. Saint Ali Orthodox, I feel like it is, and Wide Awake Coffee is what it says on the bottle. Now, this bottle, Greg, came recommended to us from a good friend, good friend of the podcast, actually, uh, a good friend of ours, <laughs> Mr. Aaron Warburton, and he bought it because he just likes to buy things on a whim. He bought that on a whim and tasted it, said it was delicious. Now, everything about this whiskey says to me it's going to be good, but I wasn't sold, all right? But Warbo saying it was good was enough for me. So let me just tell you this about this whiskey. First of all, it's infused with coffee. I love coffee. Anyone who knows me knows I drink a lot of coffee, black coffee. Espresso, Espresso short espresso. black. Love mm. short black. Mm. Double short black. Oh, every day, six or seven on them. Six or sevens. Not a problem. Yeah. See, last year you were referred to by a close friend of mine as the Breezer brother because you perhaps were drinking more Bacardi. You're only drinking whiskey once a week. And now you're talking six or seven coffees. A day. Yeah, but I don't, I've never, I, I can't remember in the last 15 years having a single Bacardi Breezer. So that that person's input is, is gone to zero because it's mm-hmm. based on absolute rubbish. So anyway, back to the, back to the Archie whiskey. The coffee brother, the coffee brother. They teamed up with this, yeah. co- with this coffee place, St. Ali, St. Ali. I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. I don't care. It's Archie Rose. And if they say it's good coffee, I'm in. I'm in for it. Now, the problem I've had in the past with any coffee drink is I like coffee and I like coffee liqueurs as well. Actually, Greg, a little, little known fact about me. Um, <laughs> yeah, however, you've called me Greg more in the last four minutes than the last 34 years. Continue, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, but most coffee liqueurs, liqueurs in general, I guess, are around that 20, 25% mark. And after a while, they're just a bit sickly sweet. They're a bit, they're a bit too much after a while. One's good. Once you have to go past one, no good. Now, what Archie Rose have done to me is similar to what Patron have done with the whiskey, with the Cafe Patron. Mm-hmm. What they've done is they've hit you with, it's still a single malt whiskey. This is still a whiskey, but it's just got that coffee flavor in. So it's still 40%. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's still an actual whiskey, which mm-hmm. haven't dropped the, the ABV too much there. And it is 700 mils. So we're talking full bottle, which we've just touched on before is unusual in Australia. And it's $90. Mm. You, you just straight up aren't going to get much better value for your dollar in Australian whiskey right now than $90 for 700 mils of um, 40% ABV, so actual whiskey. Now, I ordered it. Mm. And it took a while, Greg. It took a lot longer than I thought it would take to get to my front door. Mm. But when it did get to my front door, when it did, I had two bottles of it. Now I went back through, and and I'm sometimes, sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I make mistakes. Hmm. And I thought maybe I bought two bottles, but I hadn't bought two bottles. So naturally, for your integrity, no. This is this is a gift from the whiskey gods, man. If the people, oh. if the good people from Archie Rose are not happy with that, Archie, if Archie wants to provide, Archie provides. He delivers. He provides to reach out, and I'll send, I'll gladly send it back with a smile on my face. You won't see mm. the smile, but I'll I will have a smile and I'll send it back. But I consider it a gift. Mm. I consider it a gift from a the whiskey gods and b from Archie Rose themselves for the delay 
And so they've slipped in another bottle. Now, what they don't know, they probably don't know the prestige that comes with sending the Whiskey Brothers whiskey. Now, I'm here talking about the whiskey. I wouldn't have spoken about this otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So publicity, well done. Yeah. They, you know, they probably didn't mean to, but they've accidentally stumbled across, across some fantastic publicity for themselves and their whiskey. Since mm-hmm. that time that I got that whiskey, Greg, you know how many people I've recommended this whiskey to? How many, Sean? Four people. And you know how many Four. people, you know how many, well, direct, direct um, recommendations. You know how many people, how many bottles have been bought from my four recommendations? Three. Six, Greg. They all bought one and two of them bought two. So for the free bottle that I got, I've repaid that. I've repaid that. And now I'm talking about our podcast. So to the whiskey. Fantastic. So everyone listening to this, you and I have the recommendation of the Whiskey Brothers. I'm going to give it a score because I know people sit on the edge of their seat to hear my score. Everyone knows that we score tough. They know that anything above 7.5 is go out and get it. Anything above sort of 8.5 is, you know, stop what you're doing right now and drink that whiskey. This whiskey, factoring in the fact that it's $9, $89, $90, factoring in that it's 700 mils and it's Australian. And the fact that it tastes fantastic. It's got just the right mix of coffee in there for a coffee lover to enjoy, but also not be sickly sweet with a liqueur flavor. It's still going to hit you with a, with a whiskey punch. Greg, this score is 7.9. Now, mm-hmm. if you've never listened to this podcast before, you're maybe underwhelmed by that score, but long-time listeners and you yourself, Greg, know that 7.9 is a solid score for a $90 whiskey. It is, it is. I mean, we, we often battle. I understand what you've done there. Like, I don't necessarily agree with factoring in the price point um, for the score uh, because they should all be judged accordingly. There could be a there could be a $100 bottle that gets a 9, a 9.4. Uh, we haven't tried one of those, but there could be. Um, and sometimes uh, scores can be inflated because of the, the, what we link to that bottle, the age statement, the event, um, the actual moment when it was opened, um, but I don't mind that you've done that. I don't mind at all. And just so there's no issues with Archie Rose moving forward, who would be, of course, welcome on a podcast. Um, no, no less than 40 minutes ago, um, I was asked by uh, Mr. Andrew Goldrick for a Father's Day recommendation, um, which had to change. The price point uh, changed due to uh, different circumstances. It came back to $120 mark, and I had no hesitation with uh, a very rarely uh, in stock item of their single malt whiskey, Archie Rose. And so that, that came in at the $119 mark. So he's since ordered that whiskey. So uh, they're producing good stuff. I would, oh, we've spoken about getting there before, but I'd, I'd really like us to get there because um, it looks like a, a pretty sensational setup. So once we're out of lockdown, that'd be, that'd be handy. Yeah, I think, look, Great whiskey, 7.9. I stand by it. Based on, you know, if it wasn't the price, I would still give it above 7.5. It's a whiskey that if you if you like coffee, you have to try it. And even if you don't, if you hate coffee, you're a bit, I don't really care what you think anyway, you're a bit weird. But most people enjoy a coffee. And even if you're not like loving coffee, if you're just, you know, partial to a coffee, you're going to love this whiskey. It's got lots of dark chocolate notes. Um, there is that espresso hit. Um, but it's not too full on. It's just, it's it, you still get that whiskey, but you, you're getting a little bit of the coffee come through. I don't feel bad at all about claiming that 
the free bottle, Greg. People listening to this know. They all know that if it's them, if they order a whiskey and two bottles turn up, there is 0% chance they're sending that bottle back. It is a gift from the whiskey gods. Now, I've done my absolute best to repay that gift by recommending it to everyone who's willing to listen, by talking about it on this podcast, and by enjoying the whiskey. Ultimately, mm-hmm. they're in this business to make people enjoy whiskey. And to yeah, give you've them, got, you've got to give them, give them yeah. a moment of satisfaction. It's been a long lockdown period here in Sydney. I'm sure they they don't mind that I've taken the extra bottle as long as I enjoy it. And I'll tell you what, Archie Rose, if you're listening, which I know you are, I have enjoyed it and I will continue to enjoy it twice as long as I would have otherwise because I've got an extra bottle. And now everyone listening is going to go out and get a bottle because they got a 7.9 out of 10 and a 7.5 is a great score. So get out, get out, get on the website right now, right now, Archie Rose. It's only, a, it's a one-off release as far as I know. Buy it. $89, you will not get a better value whiskey. Go buy it right now. Is it more Dempel or is that, what do you else are you throwing in? Steak knives. Steak knives, good. Block of flats in Tasmania. It's all happening. It's good. That is that is um, derogatory to our Tasmanian listeners, Greg. Mm. Oh, well, is it? I would never it's say that. A, it's, just, it's just a saying, sure, as far as I'm sure. Uh, Morris Whiskey, as you said, that, he said it's not a better whiskey, uh, in your opinion, at that sort of price point at this stage. I haven't had it yet, but I'm very, and I, I turned down the opportunity to buy uh, a bottle probably a week before I think it might have got a lot of momentum online. Um, and I, I wish I could... Um, Turn back time there, um, bit Sherlock, but there. Yeah, I assume you haven't tried it yet, Morris whiskey. No, they're uh, they're another good a good up and coming Australian distillery. We've reached out to hopefully to secure a podcast, but um, yeah, very impressive price point. They're looking at seven hundred mil uh, whiskies as well, so I think that that might be one to keep an eye out for. I will My say that uh, friend of the podcast, Dean Knight, he loves mm-hmm. a shout out, so Dino. Mm-hmm. Um, he has had Morris whiskey mm-hmm. and he told me it's definitely worth uh, a purchase for the price point. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're saying that it's the greatest whiskey he's ever had, but I think you're saying it's very solid and for the money, um, well worth the purchase, which is what I love. Greg, this is, this is coming back to what you said before, even though you're rich and you live in Rose Bay and you go to double Bay, you know, that's where your local, you know, that's where I get my local whiskey from. Um, mm-hmm. Even though that's the case, it mm-hmm. is expensive Australian whiskey. Mm-hmm. But the fact that these things are coming out, like Archie Rose, you know, their single malt strap, their rye malt, which is the world winner, world championship winner, $120. I mean, that's value, mate. It's 700 mils. This Morris has come in. They're like got a single malt, 700 mil affordable prices. The more distilleries that are coming into play now, the more that price point is going to come down a little bit. They're still going to be most of them just because they're, they're small production are going to have that higher price point, but there will be some that come under. And so if you want to drink exclusively Australian whiskey, you're going to have that opportunity in the next four or five years. I agree. Now I'll address the initial quote. I, I mean, I'm not going to come down to that level, that cheap shot really in an uneducated level uh, that you've thrown at me because you will beat me with experience down there. Um, so I won't go there. Uh, but I think you're right that 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 now in the next few years we'll enjoy um, perhaps people showcasing because it's difficult. The Australian whiskies are offering some sensational casts and they've got some, and I think it's got some of the best wine in the world really. And so some of those wine casts that they're 
um, stayed in touch with and got some deals with. Um, they're going to really be able to showcase uh, how great Australian distilleries are at the moment um, and will continue to be for, for a long, long time. Um, but, yeah, but, but given, as you said, the small production uh, and they're all, all going to be pretty limited releases and there's plenty of people looking for Australian whiskey, uh, the price point's always going to be that fraction higher, but um, it's definitely something worth supporting for sure. I'm with you. Yep, yep, yep. So you, um, yeah, I think I think that's that's a nice start for today. Nice, it's nice to be back. Do you have anything that you are? What are you drinking, Greg? I, know, I can see. Mm, I've, well, I've just finished, so I can tell you about the nose because it's still in the glass. But I, I'm just drinking the old Knob Creek Rye tonight. Um, that okay. sort of mood. It's lovely. It's um, you know what? If we're going to give that a little plug for, I mean, it's around a seventy-five, maybe eighty-dollar mark. Um, not many. I, I haven't had a better rye at that price point. No way. Um, and I think it punches well above um, that price point. I think it's delicious. I've, I get a lot of um, notes that I'd expect, but uh, lots of vanilla and a lot of oak there, just deep oak um, everywhere, nose, palate, finish, um, just a real deep, rich oak finish, um, but also plenty of vanilla on the palate. So I, I thoroughly like this one. It's just very Moorish and you want to keep going back to it. That's why it's... It didn't didn't quite make the podcast. You know, it was a uh, it was a healthy pull, but um, no. The only thing I was going to add is just, just some exciting things. I've done a few purchases, a fair few purchases lately, but um, and getting behind a couple of whiskey clubs and things like that. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of hype around um, the offer, the uh, sorry, the Guinness cast finish coming out in October, I think, as an adult. Mm, some concerns that there's going to be limited stock and things like that, but it's certainly one that I'm um, I'm hopeful that I'm fortunate enough to get my hands on. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, look, I saw it come out. I think it was in America maybe. I saw it on Instagram and I messaged you straight away about it, I remember. Yeah. And got to, mate, got to get my hands on a bottle. Won't pay anything for it. So don't buy one and then try and sell me a, a you know, inflate the value but i will just definitely try and get it through the whiskey club i'm pretty sure it's an add-in maybe this mm. month or next month it's soon anyway they've, they've spoken about it so it's got to be soon yeah, yeah sure. the well, and i think it deserves it yeah because it's uh it's pretty rare release so hopefully we're, we're able to um to review it at some stage yep 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 all right cool so we're back again we're back and we definitely have some yeah, you got one more thing. Go. One more thing. Sorry, if you are if you are listening, so we're speaking to a thousand people here. Uh, if there's a specific Australian distillery that you would like us to reach out to, um, please let us know, and we'll mention that you've uh, you've listened and you're an avid listener or a huge fan, and we'll reach out to them and try and um, try and get some some contact, some traction with them, and, and bring you a podcast um, from one of the distillers there, if, if possible. Yeah, that's good. That's a good shout, Greg. And you know what else we might do? We might just throw that up on the old, on the Instagram stories as well. And um, let's see what the fans want. Because there are plenty of fans, mate. There are plenty of fans and we've just made them real happy. So you're welcome. Uh, tune in next time. And next time, I don't want to lock it in, but within the next one to three episodes, you're going to hear from a distillery. So strap yourselves in. Uh, Whiskey Brothers are back. GC, thanks for your time. Chat soon, mate. Thank you. Ciao.